Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is the Soundcheck Podcast. This is a soundcheck session from our archives. Those archives go back 20 years, but this session is slightly more recent. It's from 2018. This is the Soundcheck Podcast, bringing you live in-studio performances from NewSounds.org. I'm John Schaefer. The band called Palm uses the instrumentation of a conventional rock band, guitars, bass, drums, but they use those instruments to make some strikingly unconventional instruments, or rather unconventional music, full of skittering, hiccuping rhythms and baffling changes of texture. Somehow, though, their songs come off sounding both brainy and fun, which is not a combination you hear that often. Their latest album is called Rock Island. It's brand new, and it brings the members of the band Palm into our soundcheck studio to play some songs for us. This first one is called Pearly.
It's like magic. They all end up in the same place somehow at the end of the song. It's called Pearly, the members of the band Palm, playing live for us here in the Soundcheck studio. Eve Alpert on guitar and vocals. Uh, Kasra Kurt also playing guitar and vocals. Uh, Jerry Livitsanos on bass. And Hugo Stanley is behind our drum kit over there in the corner. And so, Eve, the album's called Rock Island. Is there a little irony in the title and the idea of kind of taking rock tropes and turning them inside out? I think uh, that was definitely one of our reasons for calling it Rock Island. We also once played a show in Rock Island, Illinois. Oh, okay. Um, But it sort of became like a tongue-in-cheek joke with us, running joke as we were writing the record um, in a way when we felt like we were really congealing and doing well we thought we felt like we were on rock island <laughs> that's just it's definitely a kind of tongue-in-cheek yeah. um yeah i don't know it was not my idea at first <laughs> but then i got on board <laughs> okay all right you were there on rock island with the rest of the band yeah. um arnold schoenberg once said there's still plenty of great music to be written in c major he didn't say there's still a lot of great music to be written in four four time uh but i'm sure that there is it just doesn't seem like you guys are the ones to do that. What What is the attraction of these, you know, stuttering and constantly changing and evolving rhythms? I think for one thing, we have a pretty short attention span. Um, and <laughs> so to keep ourselves interested, uh, we find ways to complicate things that maybe could be simplified. Um, you know, when we when we started, we were just sort of throwing all ideas into a hat, you know, because we didn't really know how to put a song together. So we just threw every idea and made it one bad song. And (laughs) that's sort of stuck with us, but hopefully we've refined it and tried to make something that's more cohesive, but still keep us engaged at the same time. So so let let me get this straight. When you guys started, you already had this kind of palm sound going, or was there an early version of this band where you were playing kind of conventional rock songs? Um, I would say, yeah, I I don't think we sounded at all like we do now, but we were a lot more obviously inspired by certain bands. but it sort of was like throwing stuff at walls and mm-hmm. seeing what seeing what, what sticks. sticks. Yeah, yeah. And in a way, we still kind of do that, but um, for the most part, everything is really intentional. Right, right. So, uh, what were some of those early kind of touchstones for you guys? Was it, were you looking back at '70s prog rock, or was it more contemporary bands or contemporary classical? What? Um, well, I think we were all inspired by different bands growing up. I know Kazra and I, because we went to high school together, um, were really into Sonic Youth and 90s guitar rock. Mm -hmm. Um, Hugo probably had more of a 70s influence, maybe as a kid growing up. But we all found sort of, um, we all liked this band Slint.
that sort of rubbed off on our early our early music, as did a band called This Heat, which which sort of uh, inspired us at the beginning. were met because they both loved this heat and then they decided to play together yeah all right so uh the result is is this band called palm and the thing that kind of sets a lot of the intentionality and the complexity of of this music apart from other bands that do similar things is there is a sense of play of playfulness and of of fun how do you inject that into something where, as you say, uh, Eve, there really is a lot of intention behind what you're doing? Well, um, I think at our core, we are diehard pop fans, um, and we love melody, and we love to move around. Um, we might seem like serious people, but at our core, like we are always trying to make something that is pop. And... Uh, just kind yeah, of just do that and like keep a smile on your face on stage. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it comes across. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously we don't get to see you smiling in the recording studio as you're making the record, but we, you do get the sense that you know there is this this kind of playful streak to, to the music. And we're all such good friends that um, it's really fun to write music together. So mm-hmm. it helps being like best friends with your bandmates. The band is Palm. The new album is called Rock Island. They're playing for us this afternoon in our soundcheck studio. You want to do the song Composite for us next? Here's another live performance from the band Palm.
Once again, the band Palm performing live here in the uh, Soundcheck studio, and that's a song called Composite from their brand new album called Rock Island. Kasra was doing lead vocals on that song. Uh, Eve, we were talking before about the sense of fun and play in this music, and for me, the most fun part of that piece is the head fake at the very beginning when Hugo <laughs> counts in a one, two, three, four, and that's the end of the one, two, three, four. <laughs> um, so how do these songs get written? Do you, I mean, how does, how does something like this happen? Well, uh, oftentimes a guitar riff or lick is written, or a small rhythm, usually a really short mm-hmm. um, bit, and that's brought into the group and then we sort of, it's normally Kazra and I bringing that idea in and then Jerry and Hugo, for the most part, tear it up (laughs) and um, try and find a way to um, put it together. We couldn't really write these songs or be a band without one another um, because so much arranging is done together. So uh, a lot of it happens in the studio. So then you have to play these songs live. uh, And you have to do it with, as you said before, a smile on your face. You can't be like counting like crazy to make sure you're all in the same place at the same time. Clearly, you are all in the same place at the same time. So what is that process like of, you know, once you've finished creating this gnarly, you know, jumpy, jump cut kind of rhythm, then learning to play it live? I mean, a lot is just eye contact and looking for little cues or I tap my feet a lot or jolt my head as a way to sort of like keep me on track. Um, I don't know. It's it's just we've been playing together for so long that it's it feels very natural staying together and not falling out because I don't think what we're playing is isn't like super technical. It's just I guess it's it's just not straight but you know it's definitely not straight <laughs> yeah and it may you may not think it's very technical but i have to say you know the the people on our staff uh, a lot of us are musicians and uh, you know there's a number of people here who are pretty musically proficient from a technical and we're all just listening to this record and going i, I don't know what they're doing do you know what they're doing no nope i lost track a few bars ago <laughs> yeah um i guess yeah we just practice quite a lot because we live you know, we have the privilege of um, living very close to one another, so we practice parts quite a lot until it becomes very natural mm-hmm. for us, and then it just takes eye contact and a little bit of dancing and shuffling to keep keep ourselves on track. All right, now wait a minute. <laughs> Has anybody ever left a Palm concert saying it had a good beat and I could dance to it? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> we have some extended parts. I don't know. More and more, I feel like people are really dancing at our shows. Cool. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, in, in a sense, it reminds me of Balkan music, you know, with all those crazy nines and elevens and thirteens. And somehow, you know, kids grow up with that music and they grow up dancing yeah, to totally. it. totally. Jerry grew up Greek dancing, um, our bassist. And so um, you grew up stepping in like nine and eleven, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you do see people... Oh, yeah. Dancing along. Yeah. All right. None of us, though. (laughs) Not yet, anyway. We just haven't figured it out. Um, So you do have two lead singers in the band. How how do you divvy up the 
singing roles. It's kind of whoever's written a melody first or whoever thinks, um, like, determines what voice might make mo more sense over the song. Um, and lyrics are also pretty much a solo in endeavor. Mm -hmm. I don't, we don't really write each other's words. Um, and and the, the voice, you know, uh, it, it's not like in a normal... Again, a conventional pop song, the voice is way out in front, and you yeah. have the sense of a singer here and all of the musicians back there. Yeah. Uh, that seems not so much to be the case with this band. No. We used to be completely instrumental um, when we started because we were just, that was like too much. You know, yeah, we had to yeah. focus on just like how to hold a guitar or a drum or whatever. And slowly we tried to integrate it more and develop our melodies. And so, more and more it's become like to us at the for it's become more at the forefront but maybe not to others well uh, but it goes back to something you said before that at the heart this is still a, a pop band totally. just a very different form <laughs> of pop band uh we're speaking with and listening to the members of palm their brand new album is called rock island and they're playing some songs from it for us today uh you want to do dog milk next yeah or who wrote this one Who's, who's responsible for these words? Uh, Kazra. All right, so let's, uh, let's hear another performance from the band Palm, live on Soundcheck.
That is Palm, live here in the studio with a song called Dog Milk from their brand new album, Rock Island. So we got to hear both Kazra and Eve doing vocals there and uh, and playing the guitars, but I want to come back to that in a moment. Uh, Hugo behind the drums, Jerry playing the bass, and both Kazra and Hugo on their respective instruments, Eve, are triggering MIDI samples as well. So yes. it may not always sound like an electric guitar or a set of drums. So, for example, there's a song on the record uh, called Swimmer, Mm -hmm. which seems to have a whole bunch of saxophones and maybe a vibraphone and some weird tremolo keyboard sound. Are those all being done by this set of instruments? Yeah, that's all MIDI MIDI guitar for the most part. I think, Jerry, you had a second of clarinet on that track? Very, very end. Um, (laughs) Real clarinet. Uh Um, But... Pretty much all of those sounds came from the guitar. Kazra's got a pickup and then a very old-fashioned Roland digital pedal board that sends little samples mm-hmm. from saxophone to steel drum um, to his guitar. Right. And we try and do that tastefully yeah. um, because it it can be kind of hokey. <laughs> It can, but, you know, as you say, uh, if, if you do it the right way, it just basically broadens the palette. Totally. And, and, and you, you are actually playing those sounds, if not those instruments. Yeah, totally. It's not like you're just triggering something that's already been played before. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot of fun seeing and hearing you guys play this music here live in the studio. The album sounds great. It is still as mystifying to me as it was when I first heard it, but thank you guys for coming in and playing for us today. Thank you. I just want to say that my parents are so proud that I'm on this show, so (laughs) hi, Mom and Dad. (laughs) Hi, Mom and Dad. Well, congratulations, and again, thanks very much. Thank you. That soundcheck session came from our archives. You can hear lots more and check out our newly produced remote sessions on our website, newsounds.org. Our technical director is Irene Trudell, our producer, Karen Havlick, and I'm John Schaefer. <laughs>